Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. Today, I'm going to be answering the question, is FOMO making you poor? I'm going to give my five top tips to get you out of this financial trap. Now, caveat, before we get started, um, I have had a little shuffle around in my house and I finally got my office up and running, which is so cute. Got my own little space. My desk is no longer in my room. However, it's not the best room to record podcasts in because it's right on a road. So if you hear some cars go by, apologies in advance. Um, now, before we get into the episode, I just want to remind you about dun, 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 my event on the 24th of June, which is in literally less than two weeks time. Oh my God. And it is going to be all about helping you to feel better about money, get confident about money and actually start to make changes to your financial behavior. So if you're someone that's been earning money and you are like, I have nothing to show for it. And I try to change, you know, I try to change how I manage it. I try to be better with it, but I just can't seem to stick to good financial habits. If that is you, this event is for you because our financial habits and behaviors come from a deep rooted subconscious emotional place. So you putting something practical in place is not going to be the answer. You've got to go deeper. You've got to go emotional. Hashtag we love to go deep. No pun intended. So this is for you. It's on June 24th in London between the hours of 10am and 1pm. So it's three hours in the morning. And at the start of the day, there's going to be some food, going to be tea, drinks. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a really, I guess, engaging and interactive I don't want to call it a workshop. It's not a workshop. It's an event and it's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait to have you there. So grab your tickets before they all sell out. Now, let's get into it. First up, what even is FOMO? FOMO literally stands for the fear of missing out. So you basically get sad about missing out. It could be as big as missing out on a holiday or um, as small as like not wanting to leave a dinner pie because you don't want to miss out, right? It can be big, small, whatever. Now, I guess when we think about FOMO, everybody experience, I believe everybody experiences it in some way. Actually, do you know what? I don't know if I do believe that because I know that there's um, the phrase JOMO, JOMO that goes around, which is the joy of missing out. And some people fucking love it when they're not at an event and they're sat at home in their PJs, eating pizza, watching reruns of New Girl, right? Everyone is different. And I feel like it's something that's really important for you to acknowledge and like be okay with. I openly admit I get fucking FOMO so bad. I get FOMO too bad. Like I, I, it's ridiculous, but I'm aware of it and I find ways to manage it. Now, I guess there are kind of like two parts to FOMO making us overspend. The first type of FOMO is where you are like, I don't have the money to do this right now, but I really want to. So fuck it. I don't care. I don't have the money, 
but I don't want to miss out. So I'll just do it and deal with the consequences after, right? That's one way. The other type is regardless of if you can afford it or not, you literally don't want to miss out on something if everyone else is doing it. So you're spending money, but not because you care about it, but because you care about missing out. You see the difference? So they're very, they're they're similar, but both of them are fucking with your finances. Now, when we think about like why it makes us overspend, right? FOMO taps into our emotions, fucking shock horror. It threatens to leave us feeling lonely, rejected, excluded, unloved, deep, I know, like, but on this podcast, we go deep, honeys. But therefore, we technically are spending from a place of emotion because FOMO is creating an emotion within us. That fear of missing out is what does the missing out mean for us? If we miss out, what is that going to mean for us, our lives, our safety? Now, obviously, part of it is tribal, right? Like we are tribal beings. We like to belong. We like to be a part of the community. That's really important to us. And if we feel like we're missing out, the last thing we want to do is you know, like not do something because of money, because we're like, money comes and goes, you know, memories don't, which I do agree with. I get that. But that's where the like root of it is coming from. Now, this could go off in so many directions, right? Like if you have had, I don't know, a really horrible... um, traumatic, you know, ex-relationship or a past with a partner who made you feel like fucking shit, that's going to tap into a part of you where you maybe felt isolated. Or if you had a parent that you felt abandoned you or didn't give you the love you needed, that's going to lean into, you know, abandonment issues and therefore feeling excluded and unloved. Like it really does run so deep. Sometimes it's not that deep. It's like, lol, don't want to miss out, going to spend my money. But it's a spectrum. Regardless, it's making us feel something. So therefore, we want to avoid feeling those things. So what do we do? We spend money and we sabotage our progress to make sure that we don't miss out. Now, for me, I have experienced this in many ways. Like I say, I am not afraid to say that I get FOMO. Like if everybody is going out and I'm the one who's really tired, I'll be like, I'll just stay up. I'll go out. I would rather put my own health to one side to be able to join in. Now, when I was younger, I was so fucking bad. I was awful for it. I went to every party. I went to every gathering. I went to every, everything. And when I was younger, I had more fucking energy. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm getting old now. So that, that is changing. And I'm trying to put more boundaries in place for myself, respect wise around my health and my finances. And also just acknowledging you can't fucking have everything. Like you can have anything you want, but you can't have everything. And that does sometimes mean missing out, right? And it's the stories that we're simply telling ourselves about what missing out means that is causing the issue. Because we'll get onto this in a minute, but like, it's, it's something that we have to acknowledge how we're viewing the situation. Now for me, I'm trying to like think of examples, right? But I, when I was 19 and I was saving that 15 grand, I probably could have saved more, but 
I didn't want to miss out on girly holidays and I didn't want to miss out on nights out and um, eating out. I, want, I didn't want to miss out on all the things with my friends. Now, to be fair, there were some things I did miss out on, um, but there were definitely things um, where I was like, nope, I will do that. Now, again, I look back, you know, 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old me, and I'm like, I have no regrets, right? It is what it is. Where it starts to become an issue is when it's literally sabotaging your progress. And I spoke, speak to so many people that come to me and they say, Laura, I cannot save. I've always wanted to buy a house. I've always wanted to set up a business and quit my job. I've always wanted to travel. And then we look at where they're spending their money and so much of it falls into FOMO. They're like, I spend 200 pounds on eating out and I don't even care about food. I don't even care about eating out. It's because I want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to miss out on this event. I don't want them to think I'm boring, right? And it has such a big impact on their finances. Now, there is a complete balance because let's be real, you are not always going to not do something just because of like ignoring or accepting FOMO. I, you have to t- t- look at it in regards to like small elements of your finances and large elements of your finances. So is that going to mean maybe going uh, to restaurants that you didn't really care about or, you know, getting takeaways when you didn't really want one, but you didn't want to miss out? I, that's probably one of my worst, actually. When I'm at home, if the girls want to get a takeaway, even if I have dinner planned, if they go, oh, Lord, we're going to get a takeaway, straight up, I'm like, I want one. I don't want to miss out on that because they're going to have it and I'm going to look at their food and I'm going to go, oh my God, I really want that. Um, So there's going to be all these things that you don't want to miss out on. So I just want to go into my top tips for overcoming this, okay? Now, sometimes, let's be real, FOMO is a good thing. For example, you're going to really care if you don't spend £55 on my ticket to come to my first ever event. That's good FOMO. So you should um, definitely accept the FOMO and buy a ticket and come along and have the best time of your life. (laughs) Um, No, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, how to overcome the financial trap of FOMO making you overspend. So tip number one, like I've mentioned already, there is a lady who I love and her name is Paula Pant and she, Pant or Pant, she's American. She always says, know that you can have anything, but not everything. We live in a really fast-paced society where consumerism is at its all-time high and capitalism is rife and you want everything. You want the holidays, the cars, the watches, the experiences, the fun, the nights out, the health. We want everything. And as amazing as that is, we actually can't have everything. Not even on a, and that's not on a limiting belief vibe. That's on a quantum physics vibe, right? You literally can't be everything and have everything all at once. Not possible. And I think it's acknowledging and understanding what your values are, right? What is it that you do want? If I can't have everything, but I know that I can have anything, what are the things that mean the most to me now? What's going to make the biggest impact to how I feel now, how I feel about my life, viewing what I want? And this does lean into the whole like learning how to balance saving and investing, and also spending, like how do we find that balance? Because future me wants something, but present me wants something. And if you are spending money in the now, you want it to be because it's creating some joy and it's coming from a conscious place that feels good versus, oh, I should be saving this money, but I'm actually spending it because all of my friends are going to X, Y, and Z and I want to go because I don't want to miss out. So just acknowledging that phrase can be really, really helpful. Now, tip number two is about tapping into your goals and the emotional reasons behind why you want to save or why you want to be good with money. So for example, if you are saving for a massive holiday, let's just say, and every time 
you know, you get, it gets out the month, you end up dipping back into your savings and you're spending money on doing all of these things. You need to tap into the emotion behind why you're saving. If you are just saving for something boring or something you don't really care about, or you're just saving for the sake of saving, it is going to be harder because you don't have an emotional reason to save or to invest or to be good with your money. So ask yourself, why do I want to be good with my money? What am I saving towards? And really tap into your why, because the emotion of what that thing is going to create inside of you and create for you in the future will hopefully start to overtake that feeling that you have about the fear of missing out. You want the excitement and the joy and the anticipation of what you're saving for or working towards to override that feeling of feeling like you're missing out. Now, obviously there is a balance, right? And this brings us on to tip number three, which is sometimes life sucks and you just have to to miss out on some stuff. That is the tip. Like it is how it is. And if you can already have some goals that you are working towards when you are missing out and you're going, oh man, look at my friends doing that fun thing. You can re-remind yourself of why it is that you're not there, right? You can tap back into that energy, but also just going, sometimes life ain't fair. And that is okay because I'm not going to die. I'm going to crack on. I'm going to deal with it. Now, Tip number four is you have to work on how you view yourself. If you are just doing this thing because you don't want to miss out because everyone else is doing it and you're like, oh, I don't want to be the only one not doing it. And if if I don't do it or if I don't go, people will forget about me or like, no, that's not true. No one cares as much as you about you as you do. Let me say that again, because I think I fucked it up. No one cares as much about you as you do. You are the center of your own universe. And if you have good friends, you not going to one event or one thing will not make people forget you. And if you do, you've got shit friends and you should tell them to fuck off and find some new fun ones. Um... (laughs) That's my two pence on it. But it's not you you stepping out or bowing out of something because you can't afford it or because you don't want to prioritise this in your finances right now is not going to make your friends hate you. Now, yeah, I guess the thing that I always think about, right, is like, oh my God, if they do this and then there's like an inside joke that I'm never in on, I get that. That really sucks sometimes. But actually, that is just part of life. And you know for a fact, right, if you did a thing, if you did an event, if you went out for dinner and one of your friends couldn't come, yes, you would be sad. But if they said, I really can't afford it right now, or I I don't have the money in my budget or whatever that looks like, how would you react? What would your thought process be? Now, hopefully you have friends that have the same values and morals as you, and they will therefore think the same thing as you. Another final tip is my favorite one. Make more money so that you can do more. Now, one lesson I wish that I learned earlier was about instead of cutting back, find ways to make more money so that you can do more. Oh, someone's having fun outside the front. Beep, beep. Find ways to make more money. Now, obviously, there's a fine line between like the toxicity of side hustle culture and then empowering yourself to get financially independent by by increasing your income. You are only going to know which line that falls under or which way that's swinging, depending on how you feel about the thing, right? If you're super burnt out at work anyway, and then you're trying to get, you're trying to monetize your favorite hobby just so you can make a bit more money, you are not going to have the time or the energy to go and enjoy that money. So it doesn't make sense really just assessing where you're at in your life, what things are going on and different ways that you might be able to make money is going to be really, really helpful for you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with going out there into the world and making more money. Let's call it in. Bring it on world. Let's make some more. Let's get abundance in 
ourselves. I was going to say abundance and abundance. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is what I would say. They are my five top tips. Now you are like the amount of, th- I get FOMO just from looking on Instagram. People that aren't my friends. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I was there. Like, I don't even know these people, but it looks fun. And we want to always be having fun, right? But really getting to know yourself and understanding your values and your val- and your goals is going to help you so much when it comes to this stuff. Now, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Every one of you that listens to my podcast, I am honestly just so in love with you all and I'm so grateful for you. And thank you so much for being here. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, my DMs are open. My emails are open. If you want to reach out and chat, please do share this episode on your socials with your friends or anyone who needs to hear it because it helps helps more people see it right and we're making the conversation about money less taboo helping people to feel empowered by money and all of that is possible with your support so thank you so 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 much now i hope you have a great week um if you want to get your tickets for the mind money soul event you can check out the show link the show notes the links in the show notes (laughs) and i hope to see you there